Thank you for tuning into Holistic Finance, where we promote financial balance and financial health. Our mission is to simplify your finances so you can focus on your practice and enjoy life. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Burklow and Alex Collins. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Holistic Finance. I am your host, Ryan Burklow. With me, my co-host, Alex B. Collins. Hey, Ryan. Good to be here with you. Yeah, yeah. It's... uh, different times right now and uh, it looks as though at least here in Washington it's starting to look a little bit more positive um, so I'm hoping that uh, that theme continues uh, to occur for us at least yeah it's, there's definitely been some positive news one of the things that uh, I take a bit of uh, a bit of optimistic approach towards is the uh, dr. fauci came out and talked about uh, there being a potential test for testing antibodies to see who's actually had this um, in the, the near future or soon, wh- whatever that means. Um, I know right. that's something that uh, my wife has really been looking forward to. Yeah, yeah, I saw that as well. So hopefully that uh, that pushes everything more to the more the positive side. So, uh, you know, for those of you who are first time joining us, this is a podcast all about helping naturopaths build your practice. Um, on a on a financial side, uh, as well as a business side, we interview other uh, other NDs. We interview other professionals um, for the purpose of helping you grow your practice. Uh, we also have conversations on the personal side as well, because eventually we all are going to leave our practice in one way, shape, or form, and we want to make sure that we're we have a plan for that as, as best we can. So that's what this podcast is all about. For those of you who are returning, thanks for returning. Uh, clearly, you got some value out of the last podcast, so thanks uh, thanks for coming back. Today's podcast is going to be all about how do we take an integrative approach to our finances. And this is a, a key piece for Alex and I when we're working with our clients because it's a it's an approach that we know that you as NDs definitely take with your clients from a medical side. We take the same approach on the financial side. And for whatever reason, just like it is in health, it's not spoken about. Like there's the traditional model versus the integrative model. And it's just, it's crazy to think about. Yeah, we've we've now had uh, four or five independent folks uh, give us uh, the massive compliment of, of saying, oh, so you guys are the us for finance. Exactly. And... Uh, I, I'll speak for you, Alex. Even though I, I didn't get your permission, uh, that's a, one of the one of the best compliments that we can get. So we love that. Absolutely. Aspect. Yeah. So, no. It's every time I hear it, it uh, it brightens my day. Yep. Uh, we are going to do some integrative uh, sharing of our screens. So we will be having a YouTube page uh, that should be coming out shortly. And so we want to add the the visual side to this. Um, so for those of you who are in your car right now and Please don't try to look at the visual. <laughs> that would be a bad idea. Uh, um, but uh, definitely check us out on the YouTube uh, as we get that set up. Um, we are going to do our best today to make sure that from an auditory side that we explain this to the best of our ability so you're still getting uh, the same value add um, from that side of things. And so, so Alex, let, let's talk about – so I just shared the screen here. And what you're seeing here is it's a tool that Alex and I use called the Living Balance Sheet. And it's a tool that I absolutely love because you can literally see your entire financial picture on one page. 
Yeah, we have uh, yet to find anybody who has uh, uh, been able to to give us something that isn't encapsulated in this picture. Uh, now, ultimately, we can always dive down and get more detail. And and uh, I mean, this this is kind of the the Boeing ten thousand foot overview of uh, of of your finances. But to be able to have your entire financial world on one relatively simple page uh the the responses that we've gotten from clients is they've just been blown away at at uh how easy it is to understand and and how we've taken the their entire complex financial world and distilled it down to you know really four domains and and one page and we've actually done an exercise with you all in a prior podcast that actually drew this page out <laughs> so for those of you who are not seeing this, forgot we did what, that. We, for those of you who are not seeing this, what we have here and what we're looking at here is, um, imagine uh, two, let's just call them squares, uh, side by side. Uh, one square is your assets column. This is going to be your personal property, your savings, your retirement accounts, investment accounts, real estate, and your business. Right, adding those up, those are your total assets. And that's going to be on the left-hand side. That's the left square. On and the on the, the right-hand side, you've got the the liabilities. You've got uh, short-term debt, which is going to be anything from car loans, credit cards, uh, student loans. We can debate whether that's short-term or not, but uh, that's where it fits in this category or in these categories. Uh, then taxes, uh, any mortgage and any business debt you have, and then total liabilities. And from there, we take... The uh, this is the the traditional balance sheet where your your assets on the left hand side are subtracted from your liabilities on the right hand side, and that that equals your net worth. Those two categories are, are really the the main categories that a lot of uh, financial advisors will really kind of focus on, more so on the asset side. Talking about rates of return tends to be the the common out or the common uh, theme inside of that what we've added uh, to what we call this living balance sheet is is two other pieces that are often um, not spoken into nearly as much as they should have um, and what the one of them is is what alex and i state is your greatest financial resource and this is your income and your cash flow and so if you were to take those two squares that we just explained and if you were to put a rectangle, the same length as those two squares combined, underneath those squares, that's the cash flow, that's your income. Like without that income or the cash flow, you're not building the practice that you wanna build, you're not living the life you wanna have, you're not helping the patients that you wanna help. Cash flow is, yeah. it's the wheels on our car. Without the wheels, we're not going anywhere. Yeah, it's, it's the foundation of our financial house. Exactly. And then just jumping up, now we're talking about Alex brought up house. Now we've got the roof of our house. If you want to put another rectangle on top of those two squares, those original two squares, this is what we call the protection piece. Right? This is what's not allowing, hopefully, leakage to occur and take away our assets or add into our liabilities. And we want to protect our assets. But more importantly, we also want to protect our cash flow and income. And so now we've got absolutely. 
we've got these four domains now, your assets, your liabilities, your cash flow, and your protection. Yeah, and this then allows us to, to have different conversations around how, how your, any of the financial events that occur in your life affect each one of these four domains. And we can walk through a relatively, a relatively simple example of, you know, let's say that you get in a car accident. You're, uh, you're driving in the middle of summer, you come up over the crest of a hill, eyes are just absolutely blinded by the, the setting sun, you drift into the oncoming lane inadvertently, cause a car accident. So now your car is totaled, the other person's car is totaled, you might be uh, injured or, or not able to work, they might be injured or not able to work, uh, hopefully they, they, you, we didn't cause anybody to pass away, um, but now how, do, how does this event actually affect each one of these four domains? Well, it's really going to kind of follow a flow and go through it. First thing that's going to hit is that, that roof that Ryan described, what's designed to, to keep anything from filtering down and, and hitting our balance sheet. So do we have protection? Then the first layer of protection that we're going to have there is auto insurance. Uh, the second layer of protection that we're going to have is additional or surplus liability protection in the form of like an umbrella policy. After that, uh, do we have legal documents? Is there a way in which we have titled our assets to, to help protect them? So that's the that's the the roof that is designed to hopefully absorb uh, most of, if not all of the, the cost from, from this. Now, if we've got imperfect protection or, or we don't have any protection at all, it's the cost of this is essentially going to bypass that protection layer and it's going to go straight to your assets and it's going to take uh, take dollars out of your, your hard-earned assets, the things that we've been really striving to accumulate, whether that's your savings account, your investments, your retirement, your home, or your business. Now, some of those things have a certain amount of protection, and that protection really varies depending upon what state you're in. And so it's going to, you know, okay, let's say that there's a million dollars worth of damages that were done. Well, that's going to hit your assets. And if we've taken all of the assets that we're able to, um, so maybe it's not all of your host house. Maybe it's you, you got to keep your business. Maybe it's you got to keep certain retirement assets or uh, or certain amounts of retirement assets. Um, but we had to liquidate as much money out of your bank account, your personal property, and, and your investments uh, to go ahead and try and fill in this hole that the, the million-dollar uh, claim cost. Well, after that, it's going to show up as a liability. And, you know, I can't speak to every state, but here in the state of Washington, you know, that liability will follow you around for 30 years. So if you had 500 grand laying around, so now you have uh, $500,000 left of that original million dollar liability in, in my hypothetical example, well, now they're going to make you pay some amount of money each and every month, each and every paycheck uh, to, to whittle down that $500,000 liability. Um, and if that's uh, payable over a 30 year time period, it, it might be somewhere in the neighborhood of like, I don't know, two grand a month, something of that nature, depending upon how it gets structured, what interest rate gets assumed, whole bunch of other factors. Um, either way, it's a liability that follows you around for a long, long, long time. You know, we actually have an example of a couple different clients that have faced this, and it is 
not a fun experience. And so, and that one example that Alex just went through, it literally hit every single domain that we just spoke about protection, assets, liabilities, and then eventual cash flow. Yeah. Uh, if we, the liability of that 500,000 is, like I said, creating that maybe $2,000 a month of, of an additional debt cost for, for the cash flow component. Yep. And so, and this isn't a conversation to scare you. It's, it's really a conversation to really understand how these domains come together and how to integrate your financial balance sheet so that it's optimal. Like we have yet to meet a client that says, hey, I don't want to be optimal. I kind of want to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? Just like I'm sure your patients don't come in and say, hey, I just kind of want to be okay. Like they all want to be healthy. Right? <laughs> so what, what we're talking about here is, I'm glad that made you laugh, Alex. Um, uh, what, what we're talking about here is how, how are we integrating our financial picture from this this macro approach and really looking at how are the decisions we're making today affecting all of these domains. And Alex did a really simple example of just a car accident, right? We all, most of us who own a car, like I'm pretty sure legally have to have auto insurance. Yeah. Right. And when we're having that conversation with our auto insurance agent, how, how many of us are looking at the protection from a standpoint of how much is my assets protected and how much of my income protected? Right. And I can I would your guess that very few of us have had that type of conversation with our insurance agent. And so the traditional approach that we started to talk about, they talk, you know, we're trained to talk into protection um, from from a standpoint of how little can I buy to get away with it? Yeah, well, especially than, especially with uh, with auto and homeowners insurance, it, it's become. Uh, essentially a commodity where it's how can we how what, what can we do to shave some cost off of it what can we do to reduce down premiums it's all the same stuff anyway um, and that that is completely untrue it really matters what coverage you've got and understanding the the hows and the whys uh, behind the various different coverages is is critically important and then without having somebody speak into your life around like why this is important it, it's amazing how many people are uh, driving around on state minimums so instead of having you know that you know half a million million and a half five million dollars worth of coverage they've got ten thousand dollars worth of coverage yeah so the the conversation the traditional approach is how minimally can I spend in protection, protecting myself? How aggressive can I be in the market from a risk tolerance standpoint or, or aggressive, maybe not in the market, but from an asset growth standpoint, what kind of rate of return can I get? And then let's let's pay down the debt, right? Liabilities is spoken into from the aspect of let's pay down the debts as much as we possibly can, as fast as we possibly can, so that we can have this net worth number as big as we can. And not that that all is bad, like we're not suggesting you have a bunch of debt, right? We're not suggesting that you don't talk about, you know, how to maximize your assets. But if that's the only conversation you're having, really the, the, the whole point of your plan is almost based on will the market or the asset rate of return make or break me? 
it's it becomes a question of like what happens when something goes wrong because to a large extent we, we know that stuff is going to go wrong periodically i mean heck just look at the financial markets and what they've done over the last month month and a half and it's it's easy to see like we don't control all the variables yep. none of us do um and the, the thing that's critically important is to be able to understand okay what do we do and how do we do it when variables that are out of our control affect us negatively? So instead of taking that traditional approach where you're only focusing on, on maybe a couple pieces of this financial piece or this financial pictures, excuse me, we want to look at the bigger picture and how they're integrated. So starting inside of the cash flow arena, right? Starting with your business, the business is kicking off the cash flow. So the first question we would have you ask yourself around protection is how much of your business is protected, right? Because that business is a lifeline for you and your patients. And your employees and future growth. And for a lot of people, it's where a lot of their assets sit. It, it, yep. It's critically important to your success. So that's step one. Once you have it protected the way that you want it protected, then the next thing is, okay, what are we doing with the money? As the money's coming in the door, how much should we go into the personal side versus the business? Where are you putting the dollars inside of the business? Where are you putting the dollars inside of the personal side? How are we taking into consideration the debts and the taxes. So where are we paying down debts? How aggressively are we paying down debts? Have we considered taxes in terms of where we're putting the dollars today? And then obviously, obviously we've got the lifestyle piece here. So there's a lot to talk about just in this cash flow arena. Like it's the biggest thing that is driving our entire financial picture. Yet most of us in the financial advisory world we're not trained inside of cash flow we are trained inside of investments and maybe a bit of insurance right and in addition to that like most individual folks spend more time planning a two-week vacation than they do planning their retirement let alone cash flow which is the most critical component of your entire plan yep so ju just as another example, Alex, you know, brought on the aspect of a car accident. I'm going to bring on, what if we buy a home or we buy uh, real estate for our practice, right? We put an asset on our balance sheet. We most of the time put our mortgage or a debt on our balance sheet. Mm -hmm. Well, how are we going to pay for the debt? Well, we normally have to pay for it out of our cash flow. <laughs> and oh, by the way, if you have a mortgage, you typically need home insurance. And if it's business oriented, you might even need life insurance. Yeah, oftentimes you're gonna be required by the lending institution to, to create um, these types of structures. Um, and more and more these days, Ryan, we're, we're not just seeing life insurance being required by lenders, we're also seeing disability insurance. Yep. So that's just another example of that one decision affects all four domains. And then we have conversations around, okay, should I overpay on the mortgage? How much life insurance should I get? How much disability should I get, right? This one decision brings up all these other questions. Well, how are you really looking at it? 
we are suggesting taking an integrative approach just like you do with your patients. Really analyzing what's the most efficient use of your dollars. And I, I feel like I'm on a, on a, I feel like I'm preaching a sermon <laughs> right now. <laughs> that's, I, obviously, Alex and I get very passionate about this because this is just like, this is to the core of what we do for our clients. And it's so important. And in, in times like this, nothing proves us, I hate to say it this way, proves us more right. Yeah. It's, uh, it would, and these are some of the, what you're hearing is you're hearing some of the fundamental philosophical building blocks that, that we build our, our, our financial plans upon. Um, and that is that, you know, crash cash flow is, is critically important. It is your most precious and, and, uh, scarce financial resource. Um, the second thing is, is that having optimal protection is massively important because that's what protects your cash flow. And then the order in which we address all of these financial matters matters and it matters yep. a ton. So yep. making sure that we, we really bring this together and, and help show, okay, this one choice that we're making, how does it impact all four of the domains and, and what does it look like? Yeah, this stems a bunch, you know, let's give, let's give them one more example here, Alex. And, and I was thinking of more of talking about refinancing homes. Sure. Especially right now is, is, is something that we've been speaking into a lot uh, just because of what happened with interest rates and cash flow and, and all those, those pieces and the stereotype that people have uh, around debt. Yeah, it, uh, it's it's really kind of crazy when when we think about it. Um, there's almost two different concepts that uh, um, that we hear talked into or spoken about when it uh, um, as it relates to to uh, to refinancing. One is um, people will mistake the cash flow for dollars saved. And what I mean by that is, let's say that you're 10 years into a 30-year mortgage. If you refinance and the interest rate is the exact same, there is no cost to refinancing, you're going to save a boatload of cash flow on a monthly basis because you're now taking the remaining balance of your mortgage and you're spreading it out over a 30-year time period as opposed to just a 20-year time period. However, if it's if there's no cost to doing it and the interest rate didn't change, you're not positively or negatively impacting uh, the the circumstances. You you freed up cash flow. That that might be a good thing. That might be worth doing in and of itself. But the only thing you did was you you shifted dollars that you're paying today and you're shifting them to tomorrow or down the road. It, depending upon circumstances and situation, that, that may be a good thing, it may not be a good thing. Um, and so when we take a look at at, uh, at refinances, uh, the easiest way to take a look at this is to you know, artificially amortize it over the same time period. So if you're 10 years into a 30-year mortgage, like, okay, what would the payment be if we kept that schedule the same and had the, this new mortgage paid off at exactly the same time. And then we can compare the, the cash flows there 
and say, okay, well, this one's better, that one's better, and here's why. Yep. So uh, again, there's there's pieces that are always working inside of your financial picture and how you pull it all together. That's what makes it efficient and that's what allows the flexibility in the planning. <laughs> Contrary to the belief of, well, if I only if I have this big asset, well, that's going to be really good for me. Maybe yes, maybe no. It depends on a bunch of different things. Whereas if you're balanced and you understand how everything's coming together, that actually provides the flexibility because then you have different levers to pull when something good arises and when something bad arises. Having more choice is almost always going to be significantly beneficial. Exactly. So that was the, the big key for today's conversation was really making sure that you're looking at your finances on a holistic, integrative approach. Uh, if you got any value out of today's uh, podcast, please share it with your comrades, your friends, Facebook groups. Um, my guess is if you got some value out of it, they probably will too. So please share that. This this is a resource for you all. And uh, we want to make sure that um, many people are having that access to it or at least know that, that it's there. Um, visit us at holistic-finance.com. And you can reach out to us with any questions. If you just go to the bottom, there's a section there to reach out to us. Or there's a section for other podcasts and, and other resources there for you as well. Uh, we always have a question of the day, Alex. So <laughs> I'm springing this on you because we didn't chat about this prior. So you got a question of the day here for everybody? I do. Um, and so the, the question of the day is, is have you taken a look at, at how an, an event, the sale of your practice, uh, decision on whether you're going to offer a retirement plan, uh, the examples that we gave of refinancing or, or a car accident. Have you looked at how each one of these would impact your situation and your circumstance, uh, even just recontextualized here with the looking at the living balance sheet and the four domains? Were there any ahas that you had from today's conversation? Were there any things that anything that opened your eyes and is causing you to look differently at it. If it is, please share it with us. Uh, please go to holistic-finance.com and, and there's a place to answer questions um, and just let us know what, what you took away with, away from it. And, and equally as important are, are the yeah buts. If there's something that Ryan and I talked about today that challenged you or that, that you didn't catch because we went through it quickly um, or that, that you have something that's just not – you didn't quite understand it, we didn't explain it real well, whatever the case may be, let us know. We'll, uh, we'll make sure we, we you know, either answer that in a future podcast or, or reach out to you and, and have some dialogue on and trying to help answer those uh, questions more completely. Absolutely. So we hope this was valuable for you. And as always, Alex. Make it a great day. This podcast is for informational purposes only, and it's not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners, and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. 
consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and maintenance value. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, OSJ, Number 2020 99.